You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rewind with Besa. So here's the tingling. Here's the tingling. I didn't do an episode last week because I really needed to rest up and gear myself up to what we are going to test out this week. This week, we're going to test out me doing Rewind with Besa every day this week, and you will get a new episode at 9 a.m. I'm going to see how this goes, and depending on how this goes, we will be doing a Rewind with Besa Monday through Friday. Um, if I don't really like how it goes, it might end up being Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I have a feeling that we're going to be able to make this Monday through Friday thing work out. Okay. So first and foremost, you guys know that we have to talk about events today. We got some news to talk about. We have some viral news to talk about. We got to update you guys on Instagram's latest updates. And of course we got to talk about Will Smith, Chris Rock, and some more topics. It's going to be a cute little show. And it honestly shouldn't be longer than about 30 minutes, all right? So honestly, let's just get going. First and foremost, in case you guys don't know, this Thursday starts Hamilton, okay? I am super pumped to pull up and see Hamilton. I will be there on Thursday. If you guys have not seen the trailer for Hamilton, let me pull that up for you. And when I tell you the music is a vibe, the dancing is a vibe, you know what? Let me let me just stop talking. Let me play you this trailer and that way you understand how excited and why I am so excited for this Thursday. I'm past patiently waiting. I'm passionately smashing every expectation, every action. That's a creation. I'm laughing in the face of casualties and sorrow. Some I'm thinking past tomorrow. If you have not gotten your tickets yet, it's cool. You can still grab your tickets. It will actually be showing at the Paramount starting this Thursday, like I said, all the way up to September 11th. So you have some time to get tickets in case the first few days are already sold out. I am excited to go on Thursday. So on Friday, if not Monday, I'll let you guys know what I thought about Hamilton. But honestly, I have a feeling that I'm really going to enjoy it. Anywho, and other things that we have going on in Seattle this week, it is C fair weekend and you already know that i am going to be there okay not only is it seafair weekend child we got Umoja fest parade coming up and i don't know if you guys know this but back in the day i was actually in the Umoja fest parade i think i did like two or three of them anywho this is going down this weekend i'm super excited and like i told you guys before raheem devon is going to be there now if you've never actually been to Umoja fest because i don't know maybe you're new to seattle this is Umoja Fest gives, okay? It's a whole lot like Juneteenth, but sometimes I feel like it's a little bit bigger than what Juneteenth is because, let's be honest, some people are still learning about Juneteenth. 
I definitely know some people that recently said, um, you know, they're not celebrating Fourth of July anymore because now they know about Juneteenth. So uh, Umoja Fest is something that's really been going on since I was a child. Like when I tell you Umoja Fest is like that seafair family reunion for me, it's literally a family reunion. Like every five step you're seeing somebody that you haven't at least seen since June um, and it's a vibe. The food is good. The lines will be a little long, but let me tell you something. The food would absolutely be worth it. Okay. And also in case you were wondering what the parades look like, this is the parade. Okay. It is a vibe. So make sure if you're going to go out for the parade, you get there early. Do not sit there and wait until the last minute to try to pull up and get a good spot. It is not going to work that way. Okay. And other events going on, there is Summer Sky Volume 1. This event actually isn't even until September 18th. However, as you see, it has Trippy Red, Polo G, Tory Lanez, Moneybag Yo, Clem Rashad, and more. So look, if I were you and you actually want to go to that, I would get the tickets now. Like, we don't really have events like that up here. So when we have that many artists on one stage... This right here, yeah, this is going to sell out, okay? So make sure that you grab your tickets sooner than later. I'm definitely going. And then lastly in events, we have to talk about the Friends of Waterfront, okay? They have literally something for you to do every single day. So head on over to waterfrontparkseattle.org. Hit up the events page and literally check out what you want to do. Like literally, you guys, all of these events are super dope. The sun is out and they are all free, like there's no reason to not go and there's no reason to ever be like, oh, my God, I don't have anything to do in Seattle. You have plenty to do in Seattle. Go on over to that website and find you something. Not going to front. That was a lot more events than I thought it would be. So with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to jump into some news stories. Hey, guys, Lisa Gordon here. And before heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more. Before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. You know what really sucks? So not only do they have like really, really dope clothes and accessories, they also have these really fire water bottles, okay? You've probably seen me with, with, with like this, you've probably seen me from time to time with this big old black matte water bottle. Like when I tell you, when I would put ice in that thing, it would be cold for three days. Unfortunately, I recently lost it in a freaking Uber. So let me tell you something. Next time I go back to Market Street Shoes, I'm getting me another one of those water bottles. Anyway, you guys, so apparently there is a teacher over in Ohio. He's literally going viral on TikTok because get this, you guys, he was a teacher for five and a half years and decided to leave teaching to work at Walmart as a manager. And apparently he's getting like $12,000 more a year. Check out this quick news clip and I'll come back with my thoughts. Welcome back. An Ohio man is going viral on TikTok for his career change. He went from a teacher to a store manager at Walmart, and his reason was simple, the pay. The average teacher in the U.S. makes roughly $61,000 a year. Meanwhile, a Walmart store manager makes roughly $175,000 a year. Seth Gosshorn says he is now making $20,000 more a year at Walmart, and that new salary does include a starting bonus. Maya Balai with our News Nation affiliate, WJW in Cleveland spoke with him. 
The former teacher is on the management track at Walmart and so far not looking back. What was meant to be a funny video unexpectedly went viral. I didn't think it would be this good, but I was like, I'm going to get a couple hundred likes. So just the fact that it blew up and I've only been on it for like a year. Um, it was really cool to see just the power of the Internet. Seth Gosshorn, a former teacher in Canton, Ohio, of nearly six years, says he gave up a career he once found fulfilling for one that pays better and allows for professional growth. Switching from teaching to a Walmart career and making about $20,000 more. Last year I made about 40 43k teaching um, so not not anything terrible but it also still left a lot, a lot to be desired Seth who has a degree in early childhood education is now a Walmart coach and more than a month into his new job he says it's been a smooth transition not having to go get a degree spend more money to make a little bit more money being able to move up through uh, a company that trains you for what they want you to be able to accomplish I feel like this takes me back to what I always say when it comes to teachers and what they make. It's so crazy to me that these teachers are literally the ones that shape basically the world. Like kids need teachers. Not everyone is able to be homeschooled, right? So you have this teacher that's with your kids for all these hours. What is it? Six or eight hours a day. And half of the time, the teachers have to buy books with their own money. They have to buy supplies with their own money. They have to decorate their own classrooms. I was literally listening to um, The Breakfast Club earlier today, and a woman had called in, and, you know, they were doing the get it off your chest segment. And she basically was saying that, you know, school starts in like three days or three weeks, something of that nature. And she needed money to be able to properly fill her classroom with decorations and all the things that she needs for her students. And she needed like $300 to be able to do it because they don't pay them enough. It's like on top of them having to take care of themselves and pay for their own bills and maybe even their own children, they now also have to come out of pocket and barely even make a living wage like it is not easy to live in a place like, say, Seattle, Washington, off of $40,000 a year. And that's just when you're only spending on yourself. So these teachers, in his particular case, he was making, what, $43,000 a year. I could not imagine having to take care of myself, pay my rent, and also basically make sure that my students have everything to succeed. Like, God bless these teachers. And let's be honest, some of y'all kids is bad. And these te <laughs> these teachers do not get paid enough to deal with some of y'all bad kids. Let's, let's just be honest. So I really wish that there would honestly come a day where they can finally pay teachers their worth. Like, there is no reason for teachers to not at least be all making sixty dollars to $70,000 a year at a minimum. Like, they deal with so much. Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. Like I said, God bless the teacher. It's unfortunate that he had to change jobs to a management job at Walmart where he doesn't even need to use his degree to, you know, be able to make more money. But it definitely really makes you have to side eye the system to where it's like, you guys really don't care about our teachers. Now, in other viral news, I don't know if you guys heard about the pink sauce. OK, basically, it's a pink sauce. Apparently, it kind of tastes like ranch. And this girl i forget what her name is but she's the one that's biting onto the chicken with the pink sauce on it um apparently created it in her kitchen now here's the problem people were receiving the pink sauce and it was all kinds of colors some people would get it to where it was like a tannish color some had it like a hot pink others was more pepto-bismol like 
freaking bottles were exploding. Mind you, this isn't something that people were buying in the grocery stores or even at like a farmer's market or even like a farmer's market. People were watching this girl's TikToks and I guess they were buying it off of her from TikTok on the TikTok marketplace. Now, I'm going to play you guys this news clip because in case you don't know, this pink sauce situation ended up being world news, okay? So I'm gonna play this news clip and then I'm gonna come back to you guys with my thoughts and how I really feel about some people that are really trying to come for this girl. Let's talk about what's happening online. Have you happened to come across videos of the viral pink sauce? It's the new Dalgona coffee. Pink sauce is all over the internet. The woman who came up with the sauce is now selling it, selling it for $20 a bottle. But here's the thing, no one knows what goes into the sauce. And those who have bought it say there's something amiss. Is the viral pink sauce even safe? That too, no one knows. So the pink sauce is made of sunflower seed oil, dragon fruit, honey, chili, and garlic. By the way, this is so freaking cute. Have you heard of pink sauce? Ask any Indian this question and she will tell you that pink sauce is what you get when you mix red sauce and white sauce. That's how some of us like to eat our pasta in this part of the world. But in another, where TikTok is still legal, pink sauce has found a whole new meaning. Chef P, what you see on that piece of chicken is a pink sauce that she claims to have created. <laughs> Chef P is from Miami. She has been promoting her pink sauce on TikTok. We need to talk about pink sauce and why. She says it goes with everything fried chicken, french fries, or tacos. She is selling this sauce for $20 a bottle. Pretty steep. How does it taste? Let's ask someone who ordered it. I'm nervous, but here goes. The taste of it is definitely a little different. I do like it. Some say it tastes like Jalusil. You know, the digestive medicine? The problem with this pink sauce is not its taste, but what goes into it, because no one really knows. For the longest time, Chef P, too, wouldn't tell. Then she came out with the recipe. Sunflower seed oil, honey, milk, distilled vinegar, and dragon fruit. When people put these ingredients together at home, they did not get a pink sauce. So what really goes into this bottle? The ones who bought the sauce from Chef P say a lot of things don't add up. The nutrition chart, for example. It reads 444 servings in the bottle at 90 calories each, which makes it 40,000 calories in the bottle. The spelling of vinegar is wrong too. And the bottle says the product contains milk, something Chef P never disclosed. So obviously some people are also complaining about exploded. leaky packaging. Obviously so sad I'm really rooting for small businesses, but when it comes to food, you need to be careful with what you're buying and the safety and everything. There is no clarity whether this viral source is safe, whether it's even approved by regulators. But on its website, pink sauce is sold out. People are buying it left, right, and center. And it wasn't bad. So if you like ranch, I would definitely recommend it. The thing with social media platforms like TikTok is you never know whether to trust or not trust what you see there. It's hard to tell fact from fiction. Or pink sauce from prank sauce. 
Now, here's the thing. Apparently, since this pink sauce has gone viral, the FDA pulled up to her house, okay, to get a, basically get their sample of the pink sauce, okay? There is now terms and conditions that come with the pink sauce. And, you know, people are just complaining and saying, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Here's my thing. At the end of the day, we all would be lying if we really said that we truly do go to the grocery store and honestly look at the ingredients of every single thing that we buy. We should look at the ingredients more, but I'm going to be honest. There's a lot of times that I'm not flipping things around to see what's in it. OK, however, <laughs> I I uh, FDA approved or not, I don't know what would truly ever possess me to pay twenty dollars for a pink sauce that lightweight looks like Pepto-Bismol. I mean, look, if that's what you guys want to use your money on, that's cool. But in a, in a time where gas is still expensive, avocados are expensive, heck, potatoes are expensive, olive oil is expensive, I'm not spending $20 to potentially go viral on TikTok. Like, it's not that serious. And frankly, a lot of people apparently was turning up with the bubble guts. And I'm like, that's what you get. You're over here ordering something off of TikTok. And this is no shade to old girl because I'm all here for, uh, you know, up and coming businesses, small businesses. And frankly, y'all are the ones that sat there and spent your good hard on money on some pink sauce because you wanted to go on TikTok. Furthermore, I don't know how factual this is, so don't quote me, but allegedly the shipping made the pink sauce end up being like $40. So at that point, it's like, was the bubble guts really worth the video on TikTok? Like, I, mm, look, I just feel like when it comes to shopping online, we got to be a little more careful, okay? Not every trend really needs to be tried out, all right? Like, it's not that serious. Anywho, you guys, we're going to go to another commercial break. And when we come back, we got to talk about Will Smith finally apologizing to Chris Rock. So after all this time, I don't even know how many months that has been, but Will Smith has officially decided to apologize to Chris Rock. OK, and he didn't just, you know, do like someone normally would do. No shade, but he easily could have just posted up. You know, a little IG video, grabbed his phone, did one of these and say, hey, Chris Rock, you know, I'm sorry for that. No, he had <laughs> this man had a full on production. He basically had his own version of Red Table Talk going on. Check out this video. It's about five minutes, but I need for you guys to see this before I give you my thoughts. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris um, and the, mes the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will I will say to you, uh, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. 
Um, I, was, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did. And, you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize, and, you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock was my man. Um, and uh, this, this, is, this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying and understanding the nuances and, and the complexities of what happened in, in that moment. Um, and I'm not gonna try to unpack all of that right now, but I can say to all of you, there is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. There's no part of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling of disrespect or, or insults. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. Um, it's like, you know, I'm, I made a choice on my own from my own experiences, from my history with Chris, Jada had nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, I'm gonna say sorry to my, my kids and, and my family for the heat that I brought on all of us. Um, to all my fellow nominees, you know, this is a community. It's like I won because you, you voted for me. And it, it, it really breaks my heart to have stolen and, and tarnished, tarnished your moment. Um, I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's uh, award. And, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. What would you say to the people who looked up to you before the slap or people who expressed that you let them down. Um, so there's two things. One, um, disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I hate when I let people down. Um, so it, it hurts. Uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. And the work I'm trying to do is I am deeply remorseful and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself, right? I'm human and I made a mistake and I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of shit um, 
So I would say to those people, I know it was confusing. I know it was shocking. Um, but I, I promise you, I am uh, deeply devoted and committed to putting light and love and joy into the world. And, you know, if you if you hang on, I promise we'll be able to be friends again. Chris Rock's response. If everyone claims to be a victim, then nobody will ever hear the real victim. Even me getting smacked by Suge Smith. I went to work the next day. I got kids. Hashtag, Will, this is not about you. Let me tell you something. You know, <laughs> I think that this would have been better served as, rather than him answering the questions, if he was going to do it like that, he could have just had someone do the damn interview. Like, <laughs> He should have just been interviewed by somebody rather than answering those questions. Like, if you're not just going to sit here and talk and be like, yo, it was mad out of pocket for me to get up out of my seat and did and do that. I honestly could have just pulled you aside later on. And frankly, I should have said sorry sooner. Um, but. I don't know. It's like it almost turns into this. Woe is Will Smith feel bad for Will Smith because Will Smith is disappointed in himself. Like, sir, you should be. You smacked the man on national TV. I would be embarrassed, <laughs> especially with the way that it played out. It's not like it just happened and it went away. Like, it, it was a thing. Now, I will say, I will say, I don't feel like the public really needed that apology. Like, I understand why he did it, but I really feel like the public didn't need that apology. And where's the part where it says, he says, I've reached out to Chris and the message that came back is that he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. So I will say to you, Chris, I apologize to you. My behavior was unacceptable and I'm here whenever you're ready to talk. My whole thing is, okay, well, why didn't you just send that to him in a text message? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, again, I understand why Will Smith came out and publicly spoke about this. But sometimes I just really wish that everything didn't always have to be so publicly played out. Like, obviously, it happened on a public platform. But I think... I think the better way for this to have been brought up again is if he and Chris actually sat down and had a conversation or if Chris literally just came out one day and was like, yeah, I talked to him and he apologized and I accepted it. And that's all that I want to say. You know what I mean? Like he did a whole five minute fucking video. And at that point, it's like, OK, but he still isn't ready to talk to you which means he really still hasn't even accepted your apology and you don't even know if he's accepted the apology. And so now you're apologizing to the public, basically. I don't know, child. Now, this episode of The Rewind is getting a little bit long. Like I said, I don't really want these to be more than 30 minutes. So do you guys feel that Chris Rock should accept Will Smith's apology? And would you accept the apology? Like, if you were Chris Rock and you literally told Will... I'm not ready to talk. I will hit you when I'm ready to talk. And then he comes out with this whole produced, like the freaking video had like question subtitles on it. Like what? 
It freaking started out all blurry and then it, <laughs> it was a whole thing. You know what I mean? So, I mean, how would you also feel if you were Chris Rock for you to see this after you literally said, I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I really don't want to deal with this right now. I'll deal with this. I'll deal with this when I feel like it. And honestly, he literally had to go on tour right after that. So nine out of 10, he probably wants to stop being on tour before he talks about it. Crazy little guess, I know. But I mean, I would probably wait because otherwise at that point, then Will is going to come out and be like, yeah, I talked to Chris and this is what happened. And like, look, Chris Rock is like, I don't have time for this. When I come to my shows, I don't want people to automatically assume that I'm going to be talking about Will Smith. And I feel him on that. So look, we're going to go to one more commercial break. And then when we come back, we are going to wrap up the show and I'm going to let you guys know what we're talking about tomorrow. Welcome back to Rewind with Besa. I hope that you guys found out about some really, really dope events that we have going on this weekend, especially all of the Seafair ones and the different events that Friends of Waterfront Seattle are putting on. Now, tomorrow on the show, we have to talk about Beyonce's album, which actually leaked before it was fully released. We have to talk about more new music drops. People going to Atlanta and getting veneers done in people's basements. Y'all gonna stop doing that. Um, Diddy apparently having a new boo, which is so crazy because the man is single. So does he really have a new boo? Um, some local news. And we also have to talk about how Mystical apparently was arrested on multiple charges, including first degree. I can't say that word because YouTube don't play that. And false imprisonment. We're going to talk about all these tomorrow. And also, you know what? I'm going to add in monkeypox because apparently California just called a state of emergency. So look, we're going to talk about all of that tomorrow right here on Rewind with Besa. I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. And of course, until I get back on Wednesday, you already know, make sure that you are your own vibe and you keep your energy high. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.